Hey, uh, how you guys doing today? We're, we're live with our seventh upstream cast. You know, just here to keep the consistency for you guys who, you know, are really enjoying it thus far. Um, I'm here with Alex and Jubei. How are you both doing today? Pretty good, pretty good. Extra uh, happy today because the Mets won, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. So have you have you been celebrating at all, or you just been kind of cheering on the inside? Cheering on the inside. If you're a Mets fan, you always cheer on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> never make it. Never make it too public. Yes. So uh, I don't know. Uh, back. Uh, we're looking at a week back now. What was the big news? I think uh, John Chen appointed a COO. What do you guys have to say about that? I thought it was a pretty interesting timely move on his part. Well, um, I, I yeah. definitely covered some of the territory over in uh, the Conduit show. Um, I thought it was uh, great timing. I think that he's going to alleviate some of the um, additional duties that Chen was kind of spreading himself thin out on. And coming this new you know, end of the year fall and new year with all the new products and services BlackBerry is going to be launching, Seems like it's good. It's a great um, time to install and have the uh, management uh, base there and prepare for all the new stuff that's going to be coming their way. And it's just smart all around. You know, the guy buys into the direction that BlackBerry is going. He wants to be part of the team. Uh, they're familiar with each other already. Um, great all around. Yeah. China's definitely hiring some good people. Um, the, when I read this initially, I, I kept reading it over and over as Marty Malik, and I was so confused, like, how he worked his way up to that or what was even going on with him. But I did a little bit of research, and Marty Beard seems pretty uh, fit for the job at hand. So Yeah. Ronell in our group was like, it's Marty Malik's beard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, actually, that's not the case. Now, I'm, I'm excited Chen's brought in just another management layer. It seems to be a smart choice. Now, the, the guy can't run around and do everything, you know? Yeah. <laughs> he's got to disseminate some of that duty out, and I'm glad he's brought someone that he obviously trusted. This guy just left a, a CEO position at a you know a startup over in uh, California, I believe, for this. So yeah. definitely interesting overall that he's like, ah, the this Internet of Things vision that BlackBerry has going right now is right. money, is money, you know, period. I, I, this is an opportunity. I can't say no. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the, the strength and the direction that BlackBerry is going in was the sell in itself for, for Marty. Uh, and also with Chen, it did seem like he was running around almost doing everything. I mean, the guy was everywhere. He's traveling everywhere. He's making appearances everywhere. He's addressing so many people. Uh, it's just great to have another person on board that can alleviate some of that and just really focus on what needs to be focused on and allow Chen to do what he does best. Yeah, absolutely. So CIO actually did an article shortly after the appointment of this COO, and it was, you know, it, it was essentially talking about a BYD. A BYOD, a bring your own device revolt over it. One, one New York, uh, uh, it was like a law firm or something like that. So it, interestingly enough, they were all clamoring for their old Blackberries back. They didn't like the privacy and the security aspects that they were getting with the iOS and Android devices that they had there. And a lot of them were just like, "Give me the Blackberry. It works. It's it's just a business tool. It gives me the privacy and gives me the separation that I need." Now, how does that BYOD trend and people kind of maybe wanting their Blackberries back pay into things like the Passport and Classic that are upcoming BlackBerry 10 devices? Alex, uh, what do you think? It's it's definitely going to be a difficult sell. If anyone actually used BlackBerry 10 full out, I think they can kind of realize, you know, hey, I can use this. I don't need two phones, but for the people who are so used to having the iPhone and all of those apps and everything like that, I think 
you know, I think the Passport is the device that will eliminate the two-phone need if people are dedicated enough. I think you have to be a businessy person, not care as much about the apps um, in order to replace it all. But I was talking to my stepdad, and I was like, you know, finally, people are caring about security, and they're revolting. He's like, I, I called it. He's like, you know, people are going to start caring about security, and that's where the big gap is going to, you know, change. But I think this, I, I think there are other companies also, you know, people feeling this, whether they don't want to speak up. I think that's kind of a big thing because, you know, I, I really can't imagine anyone wanting to speak up seeing as how much hate's going on for BlackBerry right now. But this is definitely not an exception to the rule. This is just a vocal one. But I think it's kind of sad that, what, did any of the news even, you know, report this at all? Or was it more of just like, you know, a few of the major BlackBerry sites talking about it? You know, a, a couple people picked it up. CIO, the website in general, is, is mainly aimed at that kind of demographic. Okay. You know, the ones who are going to be managing the, those corporate infrastructures. So it definitely hit hit a key target market. I think actually the blogs posting it was a little bit superfluous to that actual focus. But still good to see it, at least that, you know, there are more telling signs of, of things to come. I think Copa, you know, corporate owned... Uh, corporately owned purchased equipment is going to be important in the future as we look against the you know BYOD and the trends that are already out there you know just recently as well when we're talking about applications BlackBerry and Sector seem to have come together with OpenLive to create a, a bigger plethora of Android and iOS applications that work in the BlackBerry secure workspace so overall just pretty interesting to see that they are kind of going all fronts and not even solely focusing on just their native efforts. You know, they're they're pretty dedicated to cross-platform at this point, and I think it's a pretty interesting topic point. What do you guys think, Jubei? I you know I applaud um, CIO for publishing that story because I think it's a lot more common than people um, are led to believe. And what goes behind back doors, so to speak, is the frustration of the fragmentation between all these different devices and the IT departments. And uh, in that article. Uh, that was published. He mentions the frustrations and how they'll get certain features with one device and then they'll switch over to another and then they'll lose other features and he just couldn't cohesively get uh, a complete overall uh, experience that they you know, were, were comfortable and enjoyed using that was you know, simple for the IT uh, department to just dish out and you know it's, it's, it's great that the name that they thought of uh, was BlackBerry because BlackBerry's always been, you know that that uh, you know that that's where the branding comes from. That's where their identification comes from, and I, it was an enjoyable article just to see that BlackBerry still has that core value that everyone needs. The world needs a company like BlackBerry, and slowly the media is starting to understand as you know the new wave of uh, you know devices and services are going to be rolling out in the fall. That's going to be something that's going to be understood. Is like you know what we we this is a company that we looked down and we trashed on in the last couple of years, but the reality is we need them, and they provide something that no one else does, and that's why the title "We Want Our Blackberries Back" is it's a it's a declaration of we want what worked before. You know the idea of if it's not uh, broken, don't try to fix it. But we all know where BYOD came from. It was just the popularity of consumer devices, and people just wanted one device. And enterprise and the regulated segments were trying to meet that demand. And in the midst of that, we got where we are now, all these security breaches and um, all the fragmentation and nightmare situations with IT departments. So great that it was published. I think that a lot of people can, uh, you know, 
sympathize with that, and um, I think we're going to be hearing a lot more about this kind of momentum moving forward. For, yeah, you know, I think in favor of BlackBerry. Yeah, there, there's a lot of bias for a while in the IT department. A, a lot of my friends who work in IT, um, they're very pro Android, and they kind of push it everywhere. And for instance, I brought this up a while ago. My uncle, he wanted to use a BlackBerry 10 device, but the IT department was saying, no, we're only supporting Android and iOS. And you know, at the end of the day, that was really the bias of the IT department saying what should be used, or they'll even make up excuses. For instance, my buddy, he actually didn't want to switch over the email system from Microsoft Outlook, um, I can't think of what it's actually called, over to Google Apps for Business. So he actually told the I, or the president of the company or the CEO, he's like, you know, the passwords aren't as secure. It's setting, you, you don't get to set up as many, like, must have X amount of numbers or have an uppercase and lowercase. You didn't have that functionality, so he said it was less secure, and therefore they didn't go for it, even though it made sense, you know, monetarily. It was cheaper month to month for them to switch over, but he had the ultimate decision because he was able to put it in a light that's totally BS, but it was convenient <laughs> for him. He didn't have to do the migration. It's just It's just ridiculous. Did but. he ever have to defend why they just completely pulled the plug on the whole Knox as uh, <laughs> right? Invest. And what a backtrack it is! <laughs> yeah. yeah. How much money did they invest in the development of that and the marketing of that, and just to just cut it flat cold turkey? The thing is, like everybody in this space has a, a a work container. It's the only way you can secure those devices. I think what BlackBerry offers is the the Bez infrastructure to support both of those. You know, the, the corporate and uh, the personal and in corporate lifestyles on one device, not just you know put a partition onto your iPhone or put a partition onto your Android. I think like two operating systems in a sense is better than one, and I think QNX has the you know the, the power to leverage that in a way really you can't on iOS and Android. Now as as we look yeah, forward, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to even see the power of the QNX just in the infotainment system in cars, just the the adaptability of um, mm -hmm. you know. The flexibility and how nimble it is to work with anything. So, and you're absolutely right. And I really disputed. As you said before, you know, it, we need BlackBerry in a sense that we don't want to admit, but we do. Look at Apple and iOS, or Apple and iOS, <laughs> Apple and Android utilizing QNX for their leverage point into the car. It's like BlackBerry is here. They have their 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 function, and I think they're going to be expanding on that a lot more. I, I definitely think we're on the upswing here. With Chen uh, kind of piloting the, piloting the ship right now, so to speak. Yeah, Marty uh, Alex, Beard started. Alex, um, we recently had an update in the BlackBerry vendor portal. Have you checked out the new portal? What do you like? What don't you? Can like? you uh, lock it on my screen? I have it pulled up. I could show it off a little bit. Absolutely. Hey, look okay. the the Berry Flow app. Yeah, so this is the old Berry Flow app, which we will get get to this later. Um, and all this other junk. Ignore that. So pretty much on the left side, as you can see, there's promotions here, which will be cool once it's like more up and functional, once you have more functionality with it. But so within the app, it's just more clean overall. It lets you know right here how many downloads you got for that day. You could check out your releases, and then like reviews is a little bit cleaner now. So um, it it just rather than giving the little you know spiel of what they said underneath it, you actually click to get that information, so you can see a lot more quickly you can see some bad stars or whatever and then if you do the purchases it actually shows you what section was sold on what days and it's kind of pretty cool you can check you know this section is sold $2.13 for this day and 
it lets you know how much money you sold for that day, and you you could get a lot more analytical with it. That's and pretty. Cool. That's pretty cool. Like so what so if, if you're if you're running a promotion or something, you can actually see kind of whether that promotion was successful or not, or what yeah. you could change, and get like you said, a lot of good information from it. Yeah, uh, to break it down a little bit, before they showed you for purchases, it would just show you all of them merged together. So I didn't know how many purchases were HTML5 resources, CSS3 or JavaScript. Um, I would actually have to download the full report and then go through there, whereas this gives you a quick little graph. And I, I, they're definitely making it a lot more user-friendly. Um, I think it's also responsive. Not really, but I think there's a mobile version, but ignore that, that, me. So. That's pretty cool. It's interesting, the, the whole user interface and, and the design aesthetic that they took forward looks a hell of a lot like what uh, Alex Saunders was showing off on at that QNX. Uh, I was going to mention that. It, it looks very, very clean, very simplistic, easy to use and understand. I love that it... I, I've seen the old vendor portal, and it is light it was, years it was behind. Bad. Yeah. Light years behind this. I mean, this, is, this looks gorgeous. People Simple. would appreciate simply the, the drag and drop because it was a pain to add stuff before. You would have to... I actually removed 45 screenshots just to change the front image here, whereas now I can just upload one and drag it to the top left. So before, wow. it wasn't user-friendly at all. That's so awful. this is definitely a welcomed... Change. So he, here's a here's a little bit of a segue while we are looking at the vendor portal here. Uh, Yahoo actually bought the advertising company that BlackBerry is working with to power mobile ads. Is that correct? Flurry Analytics. Is... I don't know too much about that actually. So you haven't used any kind of a, of their marketing API or marketing APIs, <laughs> their advertising APIs, have you? Um. No, I've heard a lot about it not being totally worthwhile because that's based almost entirely off how many downloads, how many sheer downloads and usage that you get out of it. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like the download numbers for BlackBerry 10 aren't as high as say like Android or iOS. So if you're able to get like 0 .001 cent per click or whatever or per impression for an advertisement, it, the numbers just don't add up. So most people you'll see on BlackBerry 10. People that are advertising within their app, they're actually advertising their other apps within their app because it just <laughs> makes more sense. Inter-app advertising. Yeah, it's just simply the numbers aren't totally there. It kind of makes sense but, to drive traffic to your other resources. I mean, yeah. Now, I'm looking at this. It looks so much cleaner than what they had before, and I love how they segment the OSs and all all of it's looking really nice. Yeah, it's just so, more clean, and yeah, that's pretty much all. You can take it off me now. <laughs> <laughs> get, it get, it, get it off, get it off. I do not dabble in it, but uh, it looks very streamlined and looks like they eliminated a lot of annoying steps and kept it where it needs to be. Absolutely. It's like their old one was like in, like, I don't know, it looked like it was something from like 2007. Like, it was it was pretty bad. It's no pretty offense, bad. 2007, you were a cool year. <laughs> <in a while. laughs> hey, BlackBerry was cool until like 2010, so they were rocking it back then on Java with PBOS. Yeah. <laughs> What's uh What's interesting, like you know, as I said, Yahoo has bought Flurry Analytics, is behind some of the analytic programs and, and systems in BlackBerry. So you wonder if there's further integration beyond just the you know the BlackBerry partnership on the back end. You maybe if they're going to take that somewhere else for analytics of you know different app resources in the cloud. You think QNX Cloud, infotainment applications, etc. Being able to manage and get analytics on all those resources as well. CEO, uh, Yahoo CEO Marissa, man, she's just been on a spending spree since becoming CEO, and it's uh, it's almost like everyone's just waiting. What's the next thing? You know, Yahoo's gonna buy. I <laughs> it's mean, a she made a statement that said that Yahoo is now a mobile-first company, 
So did Facebook. So did BlackBerry. Who isn't a mobile first company? We live in the age of mobile. Thank yeah. You for, <laughs> thank you for getting it, Marissa. <laughs> in other news, grass is green. So, um, <laughs> I, you know, I. As far as Yahoo buying it, Yahoo's going to do what they do. I think they still have identity issues. Pot uh, calling the kettle black <laughs> on a BlackBerry podcast. You know, um, so I, yeah, I saw. You know, I heard of the acquisition. What two between two and uh, 200, 300 million? No one really knows the exact number they purchased it for. Uh, yeah, it is what it is. We won't know until a lot further down the line. Yeah, are they trying to be like a competitor to, to Google or to Facebook or like what are they even trying to do? They're buying up everything under the sun and like Silicon yeah. Valley, the biggest joke now is just, you know, who's Yahoo going to buy next because they're just on this big, like you mentioned. It's just ridiculous. And but. I don't know, they haven't really communicated what their end game is. It just seems like yeah. uh, that Facebook thing where they're buying everyone, all their competitors or whatever is relevant around them just for them to stay relevant. Yeah. And you know, you're treading water. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. No. So, big company. Uh, before we before we transition off here, I do want to bring in mention of the new update for the BerryFlow application uh, in beta zone. J Jeremy Duke's been working a lot on on that application. I mean, he, he was working on it on his birthday, which is beyond me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what, he loves you. Thanks. He loves you. I I think so. I I feel so. So, uh, you should be privileged. Blessed. Yes, to be privileged. I looked at that app. I looked at that beta app, and it's absolutely beautiful. So well done. People are like, can I, can I get it in BlackBerry World already? Like, I want to I share it to my friends, but they, I don't want them to have to install Betazone. I'm like, Betazone is such a seamless process as is. I mean, just go. Yeah, Jeremy said it was going to be soon, though. I think he said he was planning with the next update just to throw it on over there. It's, it's getting to the point where it's pretty feature-rich, and I think it's, it shouldn't really be beta anymore. So Yeah, it's, it's, it's really not beta at this point, you know? Yeah. Well, even, it, even on one of the first updates for it, it, it had come so far already from beta applications that we see that don't even, <laughs> don't even do half of the things that they're actually trying to get toward. So definitely appreciate it. I mean, we just passed, I think, 10,000 you know, registered testers for the application. So the momentum is there. Our email is surprise me. Phenomenal job Jeremy has done. It looks better than anything that I have yet to see on any, you know, any as far as like covering BlackBerry news. There's nothing else like it. So all you guys watching, um, stay tuned or just wait for that launch. Very <laughs> Flow app is the one you want for sure. <laughs> That'll be on our marketing slogan in BlackBerry World. Yeah, with, with a quote from you as a testimonial, it's like <laughs> the one you want, Barry. Well. The one you want. <laughs> Which I don't, I don't know if he wants like to talk about any features or anything like that. But just let you know that some of the stuff you did, uh, for instance, like how comments work, are pretty cool. Like, it's not the normal way that you think. It works better though. It's more user friendly, and you're gonna you're gonna love it. So it, it's it's pretty nice. He's done. A, he did a lot of like tiny refinements that I just like yeah. blow my mind. He's you've got your your profile little user you know, ID thing in there, and it's like it's totally, totally beyond like the scope of what I really wanted from the app. But it's so great to have it there. Commenting is awesome, like as Alex had said. You can I wanted to point it out something the logo at the top. Mm -hmm. Really important. This is a completely ad-free application, by the way. Yep. Yeah. You're not just, gonna get any noisy apps or any things in your face. It's just 
the content you want, when you want it, how you want it. Done. He, and he said to tease it a little bit more, um, not going to tell you exactly what happens, but the way it, it does something unique compared to any other blogging or um, like app for a blog out there. For instance, uh, say that someone shares a link with you. And I'll leave it at that because I don't want to get too in detail, but it does some pretty cool stuff. You'll see. <laughs> this is such a teaser, man. Yeah, I, don't even, I don't even know what they're talking about at this point. <laughs> <laughs> the tap sounds great. Who developed it? <laughs> Just Jeremy's freaking awesome, and you know, yeah. he's put so much time into the application, uh, putting it in beta zone, keeping it updated, and you know, mega mega thanks goes out to you, Jeremy. I know you couldn't be here tonight, but uh, we definitely uh, appreciate all the work being done. I know people are really going to like it when it hits BlackBerry World. So it, speaking of the application, you know, if you scroll a couple articles back in the application, you'll see a post that was done in regards to Bez10 hosting uh, support, which is just coming to BlackBerry. They're essentially taking their Bez infrastructure, instead of having on-site servers, uh, passing it off to third parties to actually manage those servers for you. So you just tap into the console and you're able to manage the devices. They have a bunch of partners that they're doing this with and I love that the announcement is is timely in a sense that you know you could call right now and set up Bez10 hosting for your business. Did you guys happen to read any of the press release news on it? Alex? Yeah, I I, <laughs> I didn't read much on it but the the way that you're saying that it makes it sound like isn't that what Bez12 is essentially supposed to be like not so, internal but so, like everything's not so internal. Bez, so like, Bez 12 will be like Bez 10. It's for qu corporately owned servers that your IT department installs onto your servers. Bez 10 hosted is someone else's servers. Okay. They're installing, managing the updates, etc. But you can tap into that. Now, okay. Bez 10 Cloud is BlackBerry hosted cloud Bez services. So they've got three prongs for you to you know, stake yourself on Bez 10 with. You have and no course, excuse not to have a secure exactly. NDM <laughs> yeah. solutions for your business. I did read a little bit on it. Um, again, they're doing all the efficient moves that's necessary. I know that back in their heyday, uh, just a few years ago, they did boast a number of uh, servers, BlackBerry. They had a, an impressive amount of servers in which a lot of people were running their MDN, uh, you know, thing going on. And uh, they cut down, and I think this move is great because it doesn't put BlackBerry in that position where they have to uh, invest in installing and, uh, you know what I mean, just... They're, they're, they're spreading themselves out in the most efficient way possible. There's no excuse. You know, access is available to any, anyone, anywhere. Um, they got great partnerships, great relationships. It's um, another healthy maneuver. Yeah, I can, I can definitely tell you for smaller companies, uh, for instance, like us, we are using Google Apps for Business at the moment for MDM and uh, email and everything. And we would never be able to go over to Buzz 10 because we don't need an internal server. We don't have all that. But it would be cool to have that. Um, so having this hosted option, it sounds like a more feasible thing for smaller uh, companies, even though that's not entirely BlackBerry's focus. They're more on like larger corporate. Um, but I think this is a good move in the right direction, definitely. Now, if, if uh, James, you would know this. This would, uh, I would imagine, keep costs down for businesses too, who want the, you know, the, those services, but you know, can't afford actual physical servers or what have you. 
uh, it, getting a host. It puts it, it puts it a lot closer to, to people, absolutely. I think even from a consumer sense, if you could go off to a partner and go get this for maybe, you know, your home business or small business, you know, it's not so far away that you have to be at the scale where you're managing your own, you know, data infrastructure and security right. and, and all that. I absolutely think it, it will bring things closer. Um, overall, you got to think about Bez and especially their, their play with the enterprise. It's, you know, as privacy and security become more prolific in our day-to-day, -day, they're going to have to find a way to leverage this on a more consumer scale. You know, it's yeah. going to become a necessity where we need security and we need management for our devices. It, it's going to come one way or another, be it through other parties or BlackBerry. We're going to need that for some of these connected devices to come. I mean, how do you think you're going to manage the applications in your smart home, you know? You're going to manage it on your mobile through a cloud backend, and that cloud backend needs to be secure. So overall, I think what they can accomplish, you know, with Project Ion and with the Bez 10 hosted and, you know, things to come, it definitely brings it closer to a lot more industries, and a lot more of those industries are prevailingly consumer-focused. I mean, Internet of Things is only maybe a third or a fourth, you know, aimed directly at enterprise. It's such a massive industry. Well, prosumers everywhere should be celebrating. <laughs> this, is, this is a way to get what they want and what they require uh, without, you know, on a smaller scale. Absolutely. What's the next thing? Well, I did want to mention as well, when we're talking about this Bez 10 Hosted, one of their partners for Bez 10 Hosted is IBM. So oh. while, while everyone, yeah. you know, Apple, Apple, IBM Alliance, I mean... Yeah, they're working on a little something. But it's not here yet, for one. <laughs> Two, I could call IBM right now and get something for my business, you know? Yep. So it's it, pretty interesting overall that, you know, they have working with IBM, the deal is already signed, set, sealed, and ready to go. And they're essentially handling the EMEA region, so Europe, you know, Africa, ex Middle East, etc. You know, so, we covered it a little bit in the Conduit Episode 3 where IBM is really... Um, looking out for themselves, what's good for their business, mm -hmm. and how the partnership between Apple and IBM is probably you know the, the two different visions. Um, not sure if the long-term partnership is going to work out, but IBM is definitely taking the steps it needs to you know stay relevant and to do good business with everyone they can, and. Um, it's not surprising that IBM and BlackBerry would, you know, work together to have this, uh, you know, deal set up where they host, they help host the Best Ten. You think that's something that could expand in the future, or do you think it is going to kind of stick strictly to this Bez hosting? Do you think we could see something else? Business. IBM is going to go where the money is. <laughs> you know where yeah. the money. You know where the money is, Jube. Alex, take it over. Show them where the money is. <laughs> it's locked. It's locked on you. It's locked on you. Okay. Do you guys see? Yeah. The the white. Do you guys see that? Yeah. Now? Yeah. Nope. I okay. see. There we go. There we go. So there are a few things to touch on this. Obviously, BlackBerry confirmed. Um, I think they kind of mentioned in their blog that Blaze leaked it a little bit earlier, um, and they wanted to be the first ones to leak it. But here's the white uh, BlackBerry Passport, and there are a few things that you can notice here. I think this is what the newer 10.3 is going to look like. A lot of people were like, is there going to be an exclusive? You can see down here it's white. It's normally black if on your current phone right now. Right. Um, people are wondering if that's going to be a white exclusive. Like, if you have the white passport, will that be white? And if you have a black phone, will it be black? I mean, it could be. Um, and then you can also notice that there are little icons here next to it. 
So right now there aren't icons next to it, it just has like the name. So I think these are just little refinements of 10.3. They're just giving you a nice little glimpse of what's to come. Oh, of course they have the Amazon App Store running right there. It's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if you guys have have anything else to say about this. What is as James? far as like take, the white passport, <laughs> I'm taking pictures. I'm taking pictures. <laughs> you know, I like the white passport, and I like as well that they're not overwhelming us with colors. You know, well, yeah. we all want to see like a red one or like a berry flow blue with you know some some cool tricked out frets. I mean, I like that they're keeping it concise. I'm I still I'm still kind of iffy on you know the fact that they went all white bezel as well, a black bezel or a black you know a uh, digitizer rather uh, on the device white. would have made it look would look really cool. Yeah, you mean so like this area be black? Yeah. So that like the right next to the screen. Yeah, so the screen would look more end to end. It wouldn't okay. be, of course. But it's it's okay. an aesthetic thing. Just like the Z30, oh, they, they, went they went all white. They went all white on the Z30, you know. Yet on the Z10, the screen and digitizer are still black. Okay. Um, and can we also mention really quickly, based off of this, a lot of people are wondering, will this be OLED? What is currently the Z30 and the Q10? Um, right. The answer to that question is probably not because it would be extremely, extremely, extremely expensive to have a 1440 by 1440 um, OLED screen. It's just expensive screen, um, you know. Yeah, James can that, touch on that more. That resolution at that pre at that uh, that pixel density is just insane for OLED. It's it's definitely doable. The the panels are definitely out there, but I just don't see them putting that kind of money into it. They're gonna, especially for what they're trying to do. This device is gonna be something for spreadsheets, for small text, for uh, you know, they they want it to be a crisp, very bright uh, screen so that you can see these you know these documents that you're editing with very fine detail. And that's what they're gonna be bringing with the LCD panel. I'm very yeah. I'm very excited for it overall. Um, I want there to be a wireless charging model. I don't know whether that will <laughs> something they bring about, but just like no Verizon exclusive, and I'm down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That was it was an odd thing for them to do. Um, and it I know, just I know Verizon bought all that up front, so it was like a a deal. They're like, yeah, we're gonna buy this type of device and and this and market it and sell it, and then we're not gonna buy any more type of thing. Yeah. You know, um, could could we get pictures of the uh? Of the I flip cases, what cases for the passport are gonna look like when they come out. Are they even people are even manufacturers even gonna bother trying to develop cases for this? I Go mean, to Crackberry. Go to Crackberry. <laughs> Pop off oh. number one. Yeah. Damn. Um, and really quickly, LCD screens obviously means that lighter colors show up better rather than darker, and then you don't have the added benefit where if you can see on the screen here, the dark, the pitch black here. The, the pixels would actually be turned off on your Z30 or Q10, but on an LCD, you can't turn off individual pixels, which means that you're probably going to want to use a white theme, though dark theme would obviously look pretty nice. And then just try and imagine a white theme on your white passport. I think that would look really, really nice. And then here are the other ones, um, the flip cases. Gorgeous. More down, more down yeah. the page. Oh, there are more. Yeah. And it does open yeah. to the left. Some were suspecting it would open down, like the Q10, but no, it does yeah. open to the left. And I really like the size of the 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 what's it called? The passport. <laughs> I'm thinking the Windermere. Uh, the passport essentially is just as tall as the playbook, just as tall as the Z10. And, it, and screen wise, it's about like half a playbook. So uh, it just looks like such a classy device. And with yeah. the leather with the leather cases on front, I mean, it really is starting to look like a passport. <laughs> Imagine. Is, yeah. if, 
Imagine if they sell a case with like a, a passport like inscribed on the front, like the little insignia and everything. That'd be kind of right. Cute. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. That'd be kind of cool. It looks like yeah, it looks very smart. You know, when you look at it, the the device next to the case, the leather case, and uh, do you notice yeah, this right here? It looks like you can have the case flipped, maybe open, and still take pictures or something. Like it looks like there's a place for the lens. If it was closed, that doesn't really make any sense. What about if it's the for the LED light so you could see through? Oh, you're you're a genius. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Alex was here, stumped. like wondering what is going on. <laughs> Alex was stumped. Good call, good call. <laughs> so, what do you guys think? Um, see if we can get a picture up of one of these. I know a lot of the blogs posted it. Uh, the the new stickers that we have in BBM. How did you guys? How do you guys like the steadiness? They're bringing two packs every week, every Thursday. They're like, all right, we got some new ones. Here you go. They must have these these partnerships lined up to bring this content. I mean, I love the Pink Panther. I'm all, I'm all about it. I I I'm a, I can testify to that as James always <laughs> sending me Pink Panther stickers. <laughs> you love no it. How complicated the question is, how deep the conversation is. Pink Panther always has the the appropriate response. There are so many good ones uh, though. There are some really weird stickers as well. Like I, I don't even. There's some, some there's some odd ones out there. Just saying. I was pretty surprised that they put Duck Dynasty in there. Yeah, right. there are definitely some really, really weird. But, I mean, I think it's cool to see, like, it was by A&E Television, so it's kind of like they're getting some bigger partners um, at the very least, I think. I don't know. And I read somewhere else that I think BlackBerry gets, or no, I think this was just me thinking, BlackBerry probably gets 50% of the sale, seeing as when they sell their stickers by BlackBerry, they only charge you a dollar. So I'm assuming when they're charging you $2, half of that's going to go to the vendor and the other half is going to go to BlackBerry. I'm just assuming that. I have no idea. Um, but makes sense, maybe, possibly. So here's Pink Panthers and then Paul Frank and Disney villains. But, <laughs> yeah, shooting, shooting them out pretty quickly. My question, though, to, a couple things come up here, and it's just two things. On one end, as they keep pumping out these uh, sticker packs, there's got to be a way now for people to search for sticker packs in the more streamlined. Oh, it's a mess. It is a mess. <laughs> and then on the flip side, let's say you bought your your sticker fiend and you buy 20 packs. You know, going through them in real time while you're having a BBM conversation, trying to find not only the sticker pack but the exact sticker that you want to use in the conversation yep. in real time is. Uh, there's a lot of problems with that, yep. They should have like a little, I mean, there, there are other platforms that do this, you know, so it's not like a mystery of how to solve it. Well, there's just a little logo icon that gives a, you know, generic statement that this is going to be Duck Dynasty or, you know, Pink Panther. Um, and then also you need to be able to reorganize. I hate that some of the sticker packs I bought a while ago that I used the most, they're all the way at the end of the list and I have to scroll through everything. Um, and then allow you to disable some, say that you really don't use any, or they need to add some functionality, but I'm sure that's on the list of things to do. Until then, buy away and enjoy. Yeah. What else is here? James, are you... F did, James, did James peace out? I was wondering why it got so quiet. <laughs> <laughs> it got frozen. You may have to sign back on. Um, I, I think he just, just messaged me. You keep talking. His internet died. Okay. 
Well, um, as far as like the list of things we were going through, uh, we went through the majority of them. What happened we spoke about? Um, um, we already talked about a little bit about the letter. Seven digital. This is a quick one that we can go over. Not too much yeah. to say about that. You actually, yeah, you actually um, had an interesting experience, experience with that. <laughs> <laughs> By mistake. So, Yep, so 7Digital, I read saying that, you know, you can transfer over your purchases from BlackBerry World to the Android 7Digital uh, app. So I went and I made a 7Digital account, and then I went to try and go through the process, and then I, I read one comment that said, you know, this is for the music, by the way. And I was like, I just made an account by accident because I don't have any music. I only have movies purchased. I think movies are by Rivio or Rovo, or I don't know how to yeah, pronounce it, or Rovo spelling. Yeah, so I, you know, emailed 7Digital, asked if they could delete my account, and they <laughs> did. Um, just kind of a waste of time. But, yeah, so people who are planning on doing this just know it's for music, and I guess it's, I'm, you know, glad that they're giving this option. It's kind of a common sense thing, seeing as you essentially bought it from 7Digital, you should be able to access it from 7Digital's App Store. So it's right. just, uh, you know, nothing too special, but at least they're going through the process, not okay, letting cool. it just fall off. Um, for clarification purposes, there is the word music in the seven digital music migration. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So there's yeah, not any. Uh... I'm going to try and defend myself, but I know. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> that happens. It happens. Yeah. yeah. Well, we pretty much covered everything. I uh, know that James, he's uh, fighting to get back on, and he wanted to do uh, the contest. Oh, yeah. Uh, the lottery yeah. draw. It would be so, nice if we can, like, pop. we don't have any control. He has all the control, so this is just, yeah. what else can we talk about? Um, uh, well, I will be going to the uh, Security Summit on Tuesday here oh, in New very York cool. City. Uh, I know there's, uh, it's, it's a great uh, timely event, I think. I'm going to be there with uh, all the top guys from BlackBerry, and they're going to be covering, again, um, all the reasons why. Companies, enterprise, regulated, everyone should consider uh, BlackBerry as their go-to for MDM. And, and there is going to be uh, afterwards, uh, just like last time um, at the um, at the event that I did back in the spring, um, BlackBerry. What do you call it? Experience. That's what it was. Oh yeah. yeah. I, was, I wanted to say Jam, but they they yeah. got rid of uh, BlackBerry Experience New York. Uh, afterwards, I think it's about three hours presentation, and then afterwards they're going to have uh, open it up for questions, a little PR, address some of the questions that the media may have. So we're going to be able to fire off some of the uh, more challenging uh, issues that BlackBerry seems to uh, avoid. Personally, yeah. I am interested in just two things. I did speak to James about it, and I doubt they answer it, but one of them is blends, you know, where they are with that and if there's more of a hard date for the launch. Yeah, I think um, we're all very excited for whatever comes of this. Um, hope, I don't know, we'll see. No, yeah. no reason to speculate on it. Um, I guess... There's so many speculations, different features. Yeah. The uh, second will yep. be where they are relationship-wise with Ford because it's been rumored so much that they're, that they're Microsoft switching. Yeah, and uh, everyone seems like it's it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. I I wanted I'm interested to see if BlackBerry could comment, if any, 
if that if the negotiations are still being worked out, what, what like what's taking so long for them to make that switch? Um, see if they can comment on that because that'd be a huge. I mean, their stock will just uh, pretty much yeah. skyrocket after that one. So. Yeah, it's it is kind of funny. That was a rumor a while back, and to the point where people were just going around telling everyone, you know, Microsoft is now or Ford is now using uh, QNX instead of. Um, Ford or Microsoft. That's right. Matter of fact, car. I think there was a couple articles that were published, blogged uh, articles that uh, spoke about it being a done uh, done deal, and they yep, had to yep, come yep. back and retract. Like, no, it's not a done deal. Uh, and I'm very curious to see where they stand. Um, if that's really going to happen, what's taking so long, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But um, <laughs> if you were going, sorry, go on. No, if you were here in New York, you're able to attend. Uh, what questions would you have? for John Chan or Sims or any of those other guys, Marty? Man, it's it's a difficult one because it's all, you know, it's especially being a security-based um, thing. Yeah. I don't, I'm not too familiar with, like, all the nitty-gritty details about, you know, BlackBerry, but I'd just be interested in hearing more about Blend and how they're going to integrate that within Buzz 10, Buzz 12, and what's going on yeah. with that consumer side, which I, I have a feeling they're not going to talk much about consumer-oriented stuff there. If they do talk about blend, they're probably, I don't even know if they'll even really talk about consumer blend. Right. Uh, yeah, because I did, in the last uh, BlackBerry experience, I did a ask if there's going to be any consumer anything, and in, at that time, they were just obviously focused on just enterprise. And it's great, you know, establish your backbone and then, you know, expand from there. Um, yeah. Outside of uh, blends, I know that people are trying to see if there's going to be some sort of um, desktop for BBM, if, if there's going to be BBM integration with blends, how's that going to work? And we got some teaser sh uh, screenshots uh, a while back, and it's one of those, they, 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 they've been uh, holding their cards uh, close to their chest on this one. Yeah, it, it's something that we brought up a lot in previous um you know, upstreams, that it seems like Blend is a natural progression of BlackBerry Link um, because, you know, in the music app it said connect to BlackBerry.